The following is an original audio series from Sierra International Machinery, Pile of Scrap, with your host, John Sacco. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Pile of Scrap. Well, good evening, America. Good evening, world. It's May 19th, and we're still in the depths here in California of a, of a lockdown, shelter in place. Oh, they say they're easing, and uh, you know, it's been kind of an interesting two months, I would say, and I've learned a few things uh, that I wanted to share. One, my hair is as long as it's ever been. Uh, probably not critical to most people, but to me, this is too long, and I, I'd like to get back to where I could just get a simple haircut, but uh, can't do that. Um, but you know, it, in the recycling industry, we have stayed the course. There's been a lot of us who go to work every day. Some of us close to commercial, not to commercial, but to the public and just handled uh, industrial uh, scrap. And because the public, when it came in, for the safety of our employees, and we've cut down a lot on the public, but the public was made to cut down here in California. Other states have different uh, rules, different regulations, and they've had different results. And here we are today, you know, one of the results of all of this shelter in place and lockdown is the price of OCC, old corrugated containers, rose sharply because there wasn't any boxes being generated by restaurants and by salons and by all the other businesses that were, were shut down. There was a lot of corrugated containers that old corrugated containers that weren't being used and discarded and didn't make its way into the recycling stream. My friend Jason Young, who runs the Allen Company, has a very large uh, blue bin MRF operation. He told me something very fascinating that the recycling rates are down, contamination levels are way up. And that's because the bin, when you're staying at home in your garbage bin, is being loaded up with your garbage from day to day, you know, in, in your blue bin isn't being filled up with recyclables and your garbage bin's full. Well, people put their excess trash in the blue bin. So therefore it's, it has created a lot higher level of contamination. So that's brought down the, the, the rates in the recyclables. And that's been harder on operations and, and some MRF operations uh, closed down for a period of time altogether. Uh, a lot of people stopped serving uh, the community by stop in California by stop taking aluminum cans, uh, glass, and uh, paper products and PEP uh, bottles because the amount of public that would come in. So there was a danger people felt to their employees. So there's been a big change in dynamics of how that part of our recycling side of our industry has gone. And we have seen an increase in uh, the price of OCC. Another interesting thing is because you can't find toilet paper on the shelf or paper towels, uh, you know, toilet paper is made from uh, office pack, uh, not corrugated containers and not mixed paper, but a lot of computer paper and office uh, pack paper. And with many offices being closed throughout the U.S. during this time and everybody working at home, that has been a sharp decline in the materials that have entered into the recycling stream. Again, raising the price, which is good if you're the recycler, uh, bad if you're a paper mill. So this is a push-pull effect that I find uh, 
you know, interesting as we, as we, you know, open up, as they say, we'll see what's going to happen. But here's something that's interesting. Now the domestic mills who even came all the way out to California from Mississippi and the Midwest and upper state of Washington to buy old corrugated containers from Sierra and are from our recycling facility, they're no longer coming out because now they're having trouble selling their new uh, paper products. So this is interesting. Now we're starting to see things open up and you know, there's this big debate. Is it a red state's opening and a blue state's closing and the politics of it all? You know what? I, I, I don't care. Uh, there's just a lot of people who need to go back to work. Um, and I get tired of hearing, oh, we need to go back to work, but safely. Look, safely or not at all is the motto at Sierra. And every day before I go into the office, I go, I get my temperature taken, uh, wear my mask. And I have found that, and those who can work at home have worked at home because, quote unquote, that's the right thing to do. But it's also led to a, a lag in creativity. I find that in the office atmosphere itself, the people who are at home, just because you can get them on the phone or a Zoom conference, which I am absolutely tired of Zoom conference. If I hear Zoom conference anymore, it's just, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm tired of it. I like human interaction. And I think a lot of people have expressed that to me. They like the human interaction. And for brainstorming purposes and for the marketing, I love having my marketing team in the office, but my marketing team is all at home because they can work at home. And I have felt that there has been a, a drop off in the creativity going forward of what we're going to do as a company. And I look forward to the day that we get to come back to work and sit around and have real brainstorm sessions because it, over the telephone, you can't see or quote unquote Zoom meeting, uh, maybe it should be WebEx. But anyway, seeing people's faces, the response and the excitement they get when you get a new idea, that is really cool. And I feel that has been the biggest drop off for me. And I've been, um, my head of marketing, she asked me, well, we need to do more podcasts. And I said, I'm not doing them over Zoom anymore. And she says, well, we need content. And so, okay, I go, I'll do solo podcast, but I'm not going to do Zoom podcasts because there's just no more human interaction. I felt that the humor act, human, act, human interaction that I would get when I would do podcasts with uh, so many of the great people over the uh, last year created the vibe that created the, the you know, the pile of scrap that what it is and what it's become. One of the good things I've, listened, I've, I've heard, a friend of mine out of Idaho, Moscow, Idaho, had a friend who watched an episode of Pile of Scrap and he was into recycling old used college textbooks. Not recycling in the sense that he'd refurbish them and, and get them back to students because of the cost. But after a while, they. It, it, he, he watched a pile of scrap podcast with Leonard Zide and talk about uh, books and how they need to be recycled. And by listening to the podcast, he is now heavy into the recycling and getting the paper from these textbooks that's no longer good into the recycling stream and going to the paper mills. And I, that was one of the greatest things that that's uh, come about, you know, all the people that send me messages and notes about pile of scrap and thank you everyone who's listened to it. It's been, it's a lot of fun. I'd rather do it like this solo and, or in person. And, and we're going to get to in person. Uh, I've got plenty scheduled coming up in June as certain states opened up and we can go in there. So stand by. We're going to have a lot more 
content coming out for Pile of Scrap with back to the human interaction, back to interviewing people that are going to bring a different perspective to the recycling industry. And we've got some really great people lined up going forward, and I'm, I'm super excited about that. My daughter says I should use another word than super excited or phrase, whatever. That's what I get from college students. So anyway, you know, as we go back and we talk about um, all the um, uh, things that have transpired in the last month in our industry, we have seen some so much uncertainty that we don't know what's going on. Oh, there's my dog, Wayne. Um, but anyway, you know, I want to say to all those, all the faithful out there, you know, we've kept the faith, we've been going strong, and we're going to continue to go strong in uh, this industry. And when this thing opens up, I just get the sense that it's just going to be opening floodgates and we're going to see prosperity sooner than later. Uh, but we need to open up. And again, you know, that, that's decisions by people who's much higher pay grade than mine. So I'm not going to uh, say something negative about these people who decide whether we open up. But, you know, I think the one thing we've seen for sure about all of this is nobody really has a real answer. Some countries closed, a lot of countries closed. Some countries stayed open, cities have closed. Some cities have stayed of states, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's been a lot of different results. And I think with that uncertainty, we're gonna go forward. We're gonna, eventually the, the, these great researchers in this country are gonna, are gonna find ways to uh, find a vaccine. They're gonna find a cure for this. That I know. I, just because as the world goes, you know, look, look at AIDS, what they've come up with, with the drugs that right now that uh, AIDS patient, HIV, uh, people who test positive for HIV, they take these certain drugs and some people are now, you, they don't even, they test them, and they don't even know they have it. And, and I think we're going to get the same results. And hopefully, you know, some of this medicine, some of these factories will come back to the U.S., for these medicines, and, and that's going to create create economic uh, prosperity as well. We're gonna we're gonna need new more steel for the these plants, more copper, more aluminum, more paper for the packaging of everything that's going to need to fill these plants. So I think, you know what? I'm very hopeful. Um, I'm a realist. I'm not an optimist. I'm not a pessimist. I'm a realist. But reality tells me that we're going to see some good times coming up here because there's a lot of people who are ready to invest back into this country, invest back into North America to get things going. And that I am certain of. And how, how can I say I'm certain of it? Well, you, you see it every day. You read it about factories that are going to open up and do this and, and what have you. It doesn't matter your political preference here. We all want to get through this and, and we want to get through it with, with you know nobody affected. You know, Thank God I've had nobody in my family affected by COVID-19. Um, I'm sure some of you have. I know uh, there's a couple of workers at Sierra who's had family members who had it and actually never showed a symptom. And when they went to get tested, they showed they had the antibody. So they had it. They were asymptomatical. And, and that's, that's, again, it's interesting. There, there's so much more information coming out about this. So that, that's great. So, you know, as we, as we plow through the COVID-19 war in America, you know, this is our... This is our World War II, if you will, and so many people have lost their lives more than Vietnam War, so let's take it to the next level, to a world war, if you will. A lot of people across the world have lost their lives, and that's regrettable. Um, 
but we're looking forward now and we're going to go forward. So one of the things that I've um, been able to do, a little FYI, I, you know, I'm out there on LinkedIn and I'm out there on Instagram all the time. Uh, we've celebrated my daughter's 21st birthday without a crowd, but it was fun. We had pizza, a couple of people over and we drank some amazing wine. So that was, that was fun. Uh, you know, my son finished school and, and he had to do since uh, late February, he had to do it all online, which he actually liked because he got out of classes earlier and they didn't have to stay till the, to the final bell. And so he, he, he's kind of enjoyed that. And so look, we've all, we've all had the stay at home ups and downs, the emotions of family members within, and you know what, we're, we're fine. Uh, the Sacco family has been great. We were actually, we thrived, I think, during this. Me, I, I've kind of liked uh, being home after being on the road so much over the last year. But I'm itching to get out there and, and I look forward to it. So I wanted to give everybody just a quick brief update that coming soon in June and July, we're gonna have some more Pile of Scrap podcasts with real live guests, not video uh, conference guests. And I'm really looking forward to this. And to everybody, stay safe. You know, we still have an obligation to the safety for our family members, our employees, and for everybody. And, and let's not forget that. Let's keep our hands clean. Let's keep our mask on when we need to. Let's keep the social distancing, you know, where, where it's respectable, um, you know. But I, I gotta tell you a quick story. Over the weekend, I'm over at the coast uh, by Santa Barbara, and I'm walking down the sidewalk, and somebody on the other side of the street, two, 200 feet away from me, sees me walking up, and they throw their mask on as if at 300 feet, they're gonna get infected. Well, maybe you can't, I don't know. But it's just so many people, they, they look, oh, a human being, stand away. I'm just gonna be happy when we get to say hi to people like we used to and um, get back to the old way of doing business because in my opinion, that's the better way of doing business. So thank you, everybody. Thanks for all the, the notes you have sent me during this time and all the the, the support you've given Sierra, our company continues to grow. Um, you know, we reorganized our parts department and it's just absolutely beautiful. We've made good sales during this time. Our scrap metal operation and recycling centers is still doing very well. So, you know, we thank the good Lord for, for the blessings that he's given us to be able to stay in business during this tough time and actually thrive, if you will. And we're looking forward to uh, the rest of this year rest of 2020 it's going to be exciting to say the least and i think there's a lot of opportunity out there hope all of you can see your own opportunity make your own opportunity you can choose to be successful and it's not a disease to say i want to be successful stay positive keep pushing forward and i thank you again and that's it for another episode of solo pile of scrap this has been a Sierra International Machinery original audio series. Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast and make sure to subscribe.